We have intercepted a coded Imperial transmission. We need to know what it is and how to destroy it. I saw part of the message. He w I seem to have found it. This is Star Wars Declassified, the Star Wars show where Nerdable's hosts R.A. Rain and Chris Kohler declassify the Star Wars universe one episode at a time. Sir, I am fluent in six million forms of communication. This signal is not used by the Alliance. It could be an Imperial code. Several transmissions were beamed to the ship by rebel spies. I want to know what happened to them. Welcome to Star Wars Declassified. This episode, Chris and I are going to take a look at Darth Maul. I guess we're not just going to look at him. We, you know, we're going to yep. declassify Darth Maul. There's a picture of him right in front of us. We're looking at him. <laughs> and this is over. Thank you for joining us. He's this has red. been Star Wars Declassified, Episode 2. He's red, black, and has horns. He does. And a very convoluted backstory. Very. Which, did you know? I, I didn't realize that Zebrick's horns, they can pull them out and they'll grow right back. Like, yeah. Like bone. Like, I mean, not like bone, but like. Well, know. they would be bone. They are bone, but they yeah. would grow right back. Well, not not right immediately back. right yeah, back. No, it's still, it's still bone. But yeah, yeah. But if you break, if you take a bone and you you remove the bone, a bone doesn't grow back in its place. Well, these are aliens, so okay. <laughs> okay, so Darth Maul. Um, there's several reasons why we wanted to do this one as the second episode. Spoiler, 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 spoiler. He he's been in Rebels. Spoiler. There was a. There was an event in Rebels that we'll get Spoiler. to. Um, but Spoiler. he was also the first Spoiler. character to have Legends material made canon. Which I've had a lot of people ask me, after seeing him in Rebels with the Darksaber, how did he get the Darksaber back? And how did he get away from uh, Sidious when Sidious captures him in Clone Wars? And there is an answer to that, and we will get to it later in this episode. Yep. So, Darth Maul broke onto the scene in 1999 when... In a trailer. In a trailer. I was just going to get to that. Which is probably one of the biggest spoilers that a trailer has ever that given away. One of, one of those first moments of when you saw it in the trailer, and I was super excited, and I was like, that's really cool. And if you had followed, uh, if you were reading the books um, and, and the comics, you had seen a double-barreled lightsaber before, double-bladed lightsaber sure, before. Sure, if you had read any of the old Republic stuff. Uh, not even Old Republic. It was in um, it was in the Old Republic, but it was in um, uh, Exar Kun had yes. a double-barreled, or double, I can't want to say double-barreled, double-bladed lightsaber. Double-hilted? Double, it's double-bladed, it's double double yeah, yeah. Double-bladed is it. I just keep saying double-barreled because I just want shotguns, apparently. Um, <laughs> double-bladed lightsaber. So you had heard about it in the, in Kevin J. Anderson's books when Exar Kun's like Force Ghost comes back, uh -huh. and it was in the comic series as well. For um, didn't uh, Sunrider Sunrider have it? It was the original Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah, Kun had built it. Yeah, and I, maybe Sunrider has it eventually. But anyway, so in the trailer you see the majority of the audience had never seen a double bladed lightsaber right. before, and we saw Maul ignite the second blade. And that was really cool. And then when you saw it in context of the film, it was still cool. But that was one of those things where I first said, could you imagine if we hadn't seen it? Right. And at like 2, 2.10 in the morning for all those midnight showings, back when the midnight showing was a true midnight show. Yes. 
you didn't get to go at 7 p.m. on the Thursday. Day <laughs> yeah. And they're like, oh, opening day's tomorrow, but special midnight at 7 p.m. showings. And no, it- that means opening day. Uh, but at like 2.10 in the morning, you just would have heard throughout all of North America, <laughs> as people just would have, nerds would have lost their poop. Yeah. Just went crazy. But see, it was also back at that time when you had to camp out to get your tickets. There weren't any advanced ticket buying. There weren't any... It depended on what theater you went to. But yes, the, the majority of theaters was just you had to go. Assigned seating, yeah. Remember when, remember when people lined up for months? Yeah. The guy who lined up outside of the, the New York theater, like something like nine months before well, it they, opened? They lined up at uh, the Chinese theater in February here in Hollywood. And... Uh, Every day that they stayed out there, money was donated to the Starlight. Well, yeah, that, well, that's why they did it. Right. Now they didn't need to stand out there until right. tickets went on sale uh, for Force Awakens. They did it as a charity event, yes, as a, like an homage to the people that stood outside for Episode One, exactly, and Episode Two and Three. Uh, so yeah, the first time we see Darth Maul as uh, he is Darth Sidious's apprentice. Mm-hmm. He is uh, uh, Darth Sidious, of course, is the Phantom Menace, and we don't know who he is. Right? When we saw it, <laughs> Lucas is like, no one's going to remember exactly what the Emperor looks like <laughs> in Return of the Jedi and figure this or out. Or he's Palpatine. Yeah. Um, you get you get very little of him at the beginning. He has a very short fight with Qui Gon. Which on is our, his first appearance is when you see him on Tatooine. I thought his first appearance is when you see him in Coruscant. Isn't is it? it when? Isn't it when he's talking to Palpatine on the balcony? No, it's not. His first appearance is when he's talking to Newt Gunray, and Darth Maul steps into the frame, and Newt Gunray says, "Now there's two of them." Or no, excuse me, not Gunray. No, I say, think that I think that's later. But then I thought that then you can see how many times we've seen Episode <laughs> One versus Four, time. Five, or Six. I don't think um, I've seen it since we saw it in 3D. Oh, I have. The aborted 3Ds. I have. Um, I, I see it at least once a year. Oh, I don't go that far. I might see the lightsaber battle once a year. But anyway, so one of those two is his first first appearance. You get a little bit of him with the saber. Yeah. And it would have been cool because if you wouldn't have, if you would not have seen the trailer, you're like, he's got a really long, long hilt, hilt for that thing. It's kind of an interesting like spear bow staff thing going on there. And then, uh, yeah, appears uh, again... No, that would have been later because they send him to they send him to Thede, don't know that they send him to the thing. He says I'm going to send my apprentice Darth Maul. But does he send it to Thede or does he send it to the to the fleet? I don't remember. Anyway. And then then there's a, then here's there's Darth Maul and him on the balcony and he says, you know, it's time Yeah, because he would have been move. after he sent them. That, that that balcony scene wouldn't have been after he had sent them. I don't know, but the, the great thing. thing is we have it on Blu-ray. <laughs> we can oh just Oh my god, you have it on Blu-ray. Um Yes, so you get Darth Maul. Darth Maul is involved in, uh, I think, inarguably, the best lightsaber battle. Most people agree with that. Yeah. Um, episode 3 is pretty good. A lot of people don't like the Episode 3 just because they don't like Hayden Christensen. Episode 3. The, the, if you take it as a lightsaber battle, it's awesome. Yeah. There's some people um, that say Episode it's too 1 long. to me is... Well, there's so much in it. It's the same thing as Empire. Empire is my, would be... You know, my personal thing would be my favorite lightsaber battle simply because of... Everything that's around it, sure. The the dialogue and what's happening between Vader and Luke, but, but, even, but the lightsaber battle itself is not all that fantastic in terms of where they the, are, with where them. where you get to see 
uh, the action and the 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 choreography and the Jedi's the, being Jedi. Yeah, uh, I I don't think you can really argue against uh, the the Feed Palace lightsaber battle, which is just absolutely incredible. Would you count any of the Clone Wars cartoons as uh, lightsaber battles, or just would you just live action? No, I would I would count them. I mean, I I put um, uh, Anakin and, and Ventress on Yavin. In the uh, in the, the, Gennacar- Tartakoski. the Tartakoski one, yeah. oh, so good. Yeah, that's a that's a that one's amazing. Um, but anyway, so that's where we see him, and then of course the the spoiler for something that is twenty years old, he uh, he attempts to jump over Kenobi, and Kenobi cuts him in half. And People, he falls down. Yeah, have you noticed that when anyone tries to jump over Kenobi, he cuts him down? I'm sorry, he doesn't jump over Kenobi. Excuse me, Kenobi, Kenobi jumps, jumps over, over him. him. Yes. Yeah. Well, then. The and, and well, this actually is a parallel to something towards the end when Kenobi is fighting Anakin slash Vader. Yeah, he knows what he's going to do because he's already pulled that move. Right, and he knows exactly what Anakin's going to try because that's Kenobi's move, and he's able to cut him into a couple pieces yeah. and just leave him to die on the side of a lava lake. Um, and that looked like the end of Maul. We were never going to see him again. And so many and people so many were people depressed. Was, yeah, because you had a really cool villain. It was such and a. Everybody was bitching, waste of a character. Yeah, you, waste you of a character. Lucas and then, did it again. He wasted somebody, just like Boba Fett. Well, Boba Fett wasn't wasted. It just yeah, he had a, a bad ending. I mean, yeah. he's not wasted in Empire. You, you, the reason that he's so cool in Empire is you don't get a lot of him. He doesn't right. really do anything. Uh, he just looks all menacing off in the corner. Stands up to to Vader and tells him he loves him. <laughs> As you wish. What Lord Vader didn't know is every time Boba Fett said, as you wish, he was really saying, I love you. Um, For all the Princess Bride fans yeah. out there. Uh, so, yeah. And then when he's basically replaced as at, by Count Dooku. The, the one thing I'd say is for what Count Dooku was in terms of a role, that wouldn't have fit for how they no. introduced Maul. Maul no. should have always, was always an enforcer. And so, yeah, we thought that was the end of it. And um, we got uh, a comic book series and we got a book that takes place before. Mm-hmm. We got to see one of my favorite things connected to Maul, which is the Sith Infiltrator, which is an awesome design right. of a ship. Uh, what is it? A Scimitar class, something like that. Yeah, Scimitar. And just a gorgeous, gorgeous ship. I love that. Matter of fact, so they much. call it a Scimitar. Yeah. Uh, no, it's an Infiltrator it class ship. Yeah, and it was it's called a Scimitar. A Scimitar is the specific yeah. Sith Infiltrator uh, uh, ship. Yes. And uh, that was it. Then Maul never came back. And then Wait. years later, Sideshow decided to do... Well, we had we had two appearances of Maul that were kind of in, in other pieces that were weird. And the first... One of the two was the Star Wars Tales. Apparently number 10. I thought it was number 9. Uh, as a what-if story. Right. In which Darth Vader faces like the specter of Maul. He's yeah. put into this gauntlet uh, by the Emperor... By Darth Sidious as Darth Vader, full Vader in this cave or tunnel system, and he's fighting Maul, and it's a great battle, and Vader defeats him. Yeah. And Maul asks, you know, how how do you you shouldn't be able to defeat me? What what do you have? What makes you more powerful than me? What could you hate more than 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 I hate? And yeah. He says himself. Uh, and then yeah, there was a book called Visions, which was a, a number of artists kind of doing different takes on the uh, on the Star Wars universe, things that might have been a little askew, mm-hmm. a little bit different. Star Wars Tales as a comic book series, as an anthology series, was kind of the same thing. They were all out of continuity. Right. Some of them were kind of fun and funny. There's the great Jawa tale with the little 
creature thing yeah. on Tatooine, which really doesn't make any sense. There's the, again, the, the what if that Han and, and uh, Chewbacca crash land on Earth hundreds of years ago <laughs> and Han dies. Uh, they crash the Pacific Northwest and then Indiana Jones finds Chewbacca and Chewbacca <laughs> is the source of the myth of Bigfoot because he lived for so many hundreds of years. Right. That was always a lot of fun. Uh, there's also the brilliant Killian Plunkett and, um, oh gosh, who wrote that that one? The the droid, the C-3PO story of uh, why it, it's, uh, I can't remember who it was, but it was one of the guys who worked on a lot so of long, it. I guess, there. Um, Star Wars Tales is definitely something, if you can find it, if you can find the old collections of it, Marvel has not collected it yet, hopefully they will at some point, because it is non, non, non-canon. Yeah. Um, but there are some really cool Star Wars stories in it. Uh, but they also did a comic book called Star Wars Visionaries, which was other people who other basically just art, just pieces of art or small sequential panels of things that were a little skew. And we saw Maul with these cyber legs. His second half had been replaced. And then Sideshow did it as part of their mythos. Did it line. as a part of their mythos line, which was kind of their takes. Again, unseen pieces. Yeah. There's a great Kenobi of him on on uh, Tatooine. Tatooine has got, got all the lightsabers. Yeah, and he's also got the... Doesn't he have like the droid? He has one of the B1 battle droids in yeah. his backpack or something like that. Yeah. Uh, and then there's the Boba Fett that has a couple lightsabers. And, yeah. So yeah. there was kind of pieces, again, kind of an excuse Take what's already there and extrapolate a step in one direction or a step in the other. In Darth Maul's case... Literally a step, right? By giving him the bottom half of cybernetic legs, mechanical legs, and uh, I think that really inspired Lucasfilm and the people that were working for Lucasfilm to go, "Hey, well, Dave Filoni, he he admitted that he loved, yeah, he loved that statue and loved the the idea from uh, from Tales, and wanted to incorporate him into." You know, into Clone Wars of, you know, let's, what if he came back? Yeah. And originally they had said that uh, the the kind of teased plan was that it was only going to be Darth Maul's brother. Right. Uh, Savage Opress was like, really? That you couldn't come up with a better name? I mean, that's like right on, you know, <laughs> call Darth Vader Black Evil Dude. That's his name. Black <laughs> Evil Dude. There you go. Well, you know, I mean, the Sith, they all have kind of. You know, the Darth, and then they pick, like, some kind of menacing-type name. You know, Maul, Vader, you know, Seditious, or Sidious. I know, I always do that. Is well, he is trying to secede, yes. in a way. He's got a weird plan of having half the galaxy secede and then fighting them for it. You know, Tyrannus. Uh, yeah, yeah, he kind of hits the Maul. He hits, hits the Maul. Hits the, the nail on the head in the, uh, in the prequel trilogy outside of... You know, Vader is and, and Dooku, which was right. You know, they were inspired by like I, I think Dooku was Japanese. Well, I think Vader, uh, Vader was Japanese as well. No, Vader's China. Vader is German, and That's in German it, it means father. Yeah. So it's like it, put it put it right out there in front of everybody. Well, there's great stories of that. There's, yeah. Uh, the old story of the John Carpenter's The Thing. The, if if you understood. Uh, is it Finnish? Yeah. Whatever the team that's up there or Norwegian. Yeah. They tell you the whole plot of the movie <laughs> right at the beginning. <laughs> They're like, no, no, it's not him. It's He's bad. He's an alien. But they're speaking... Uh, Iron Man has that too. Yeah. If you speak Farsi, you know exactly what the guy's talking about. The funny thing is that it wasn't until, you know, people always kind of, they talked about German, you know, that it, Vader in German means father and everything, but no one really put it together. And then Pitch Perfect, the, orig- you know, the original Pitch Perfect, actually spells it out, and, you know, like... Um, um, what is her? Uh, uh, um, 
Anna Kendrick's character actually says, you know, it never did anything for me. And it, they spoiled it right in the very beginning because they said Vader's father. And the guy, character's like, oh, no, they ruined that movie now for me. So, yeah, the Clone Wars, uh, we have we have Savage Opress introduced and he ends up. Is it Savage up- or Savage? I think they call him Savage. I think yeah. they call him Savage, Savage it, but it's spelled you know Savage Savage. Yeah. Um, he finds Maul on uh, Junk Planet Lotho Minor, and uh, Maul Which, is now crazy. I was depressed about that. It should have been uh, Ormandel. Because Ormandel's not a Junk Planet though. What's the Junk Planet then? Um, there was a Junk Planet. Wasn't it Ormandel? Mm-mm. Ormandel isn't a Junk Planet. Guess where it was? Well, Lord Mandel should have been a regular. Lord Mandel's a lot like Narshada, if I remember right. Well, look it up. Look it up. Uh, I kind of want to look it up. <laughs> so, anyways, he's on this junk planet. Yeah, and he's uh, he's nuts. He's decided to lose his mind, but he has Wait. fashioned himself the the legs that we've been talking about. As he, uh... except instead of just doing two legs, he did. He's yeah, he's more kind of a he, spider. He, much, he looks very much like a uh, a Belmore monk from yeah, exactly uh, Jabba's palace, and um, then brings uh, he brings him back to his home world of Dathomir, and that's where the fun starts. Yes, because Maul was listed as a Zabrik, who was also um, Master Koth. Was it Elon Koth? Yes, I think Elon yes. Koth. Uh, who's you just see him in the master circle very quickly, but of course in in this day and age, every creature, every background character was given a backstory, and they gave a uh, its its own planet of uh, was the planet Zabrik as well. Was I think so. Planet supposed to be Zabrik. Yeah. So Ord Mandel is the bright jewel. It's the bright jewel system, the bright jewel sector. It's considered a, it's not a junk planet, but there was a junk planet at one point because. And I well, isn't there say, a junk planet in the game? In, in one of the in, in one of your battle ground battle. Front? Yeah, but I also want to say you, in, in Shadows of the Empire, because they go to it may have not been Shadows of the Empire, it may have been um, it may have been Unleashed. Well, if you want to go all the way back to the original comics, the junk planet is in Unleashed, but it is not Ord Mandel. Okay, uh, but if you go back to the original comics, the the I want to say it was the UK releases. Actually, have the the oh no the daily strips have Han Solo's adventure at Ord Mandel before Hoth, right where he meets the the bounty hunter. Yeah, basically. Um, so yeah, so they bring Maul back to Dathomir, and it's revealed that both Savage and Maul were born on Dathomir. We know of Dathomir from the courtship of Princess Leia. Mm-hmm. The Night Sisters are here. The the Rancors and and the, everyone kind of fell in love with these old witches and stuff like that. Which uh, you have you have uh, Mother Townsend, who's the yeah. leader of the Night Sisters. And at the time, as they're still trying to keep all these pieces connected before they dump the whole EU, uh, you have a canon piece in Clone Wars. In a way, uh, contradicting a canon piece in Episode One, although it's just it's canon fodder afterwards, right? Uh, and I still remember Star Wars Insider having a full page saying, okay, so this is what happened. Uh, slavers went to Zabrik many, many years ago and stole the male children because on Dathomir, it was all women. Uh-huh. Uh, I could be wrong. I'm kind of no, paraphrasing. That's, it, it, that's, that's, that's what, what it was, was yeah. wasn't it? And so they bring 
uh, a number of Zabriks to Dathomir because they're they're strong and sturdy and they can stand to the White Sisters. And so it's a species that lives on two different planets. And of course it makes sense because you have humans that are native sure. to Corellia and you have humans that are native to Coruscant and you have humans that are native to Tatooine, so on and so forth. And Alderaan. So, yeah, and yeah and they kind of well, put those. Well, no one's native to Alderaan anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know, move those there, there's around. about a, there's about thirty different planets in the Star Wars universe that yeah. humans live on. So yeah, I mean it, it. It's plausible for it to be. It was. It was an easy. It was way something to... where yeah, they wanted to use. They wanted to use the Night Sisters, and so they gave him that kind of background. And um... and she and, and Mother Townsend calls Savage, um, her son, and even uh, um, Maul's brother. So it wasn't yeah. just like it was. Even though they don't look alike, you know, there wasn't one of those things where. You know, the whole clan are brothers, which we originally thought at one time. Yeah. When she mentions brother, he was just kind of saying like the same thing as a night sister. You know, it was brother in name only. Yeah, but they are they are blood related. Yes. Uh so she she fixes Maul. Maul then uh becomes obsessed with Kenobi because yep. Kenobi obviously defeated defeated him. And um Well it's, it's not just with Kenobi, it's getting revenge on 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 his former master, well, he wants, yeah, he kind of and, wants all and, that, that that type of pieces. But the big thing, of course, is 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 Kenobi. Kenobi. Um, he then uh, he allies with Death Watch from Mandalore, Black Sun, uh, and the Pike Syndicate. Brings all those pieces together to form the Shadow Collective, which was another thing. Kenobi. The uh, Black Sun was a a piece of non-canon canon. Yeah, but also at the time, though, there wasn't really that as much of a distinction. They were pulling pieces from all these different things. You know, there was still, yeah, they said everything still kind of counts, but we can trump anything that we want. Because you see Prince Shior in there. Yeah. Um, Or Sizor, whatever. Sizor. I've always called him Sizor. And then that whole group took over Mandalore and decided, oh, you know what? Maybe the pussy pacifists of Mandalore. We're we're not a great idea, and <laughs> so we'll do something else. Well, which was a good idea within within what they had created as Mandalore in the show. You know, is that they had lost their warrior ways. It was a way to bring them back to being warriors yeah. once more. Um, so, of course, through this time, he he actually finds Obi Wan more than once, I think, in Clone Wars, and and they duel again. They have again? they have one duel because because one. the third one is the one on Tatooine and Rebels. It, always, it, it, it says throughout the time Maul dueled Obi-Wan Kenobi on numerous occasions. Uh, but he kills uh, Obi-Wan's former lover, the Duchess Satine Creasy. Yes. Which, of course, Obi-Wan, who yells at Anakin for being in right. love. You find out homeboy was like, what was Satine? You want to get some Kenobi? Yeah, but come on. Everybody thinks that Rey is Kenobi's granddaughter. So yeah, apparently he got, on, got it again. Him and Aunt Beru got on. Uh, but, of course, that act... Brings him to uh, the attention of Darth Sidious, yes. and he Sidious himself comes to uh, Mandalore. He declared the Zabrak brothers to be his rivals, and then the uh, the uh, Sidious himself kills Savage Opress, takes Maul captive, uh, and begins to torture him. Which and we found then, out then that Sidious had two sabers and loses one in that battle. Yeah, uh, but then um, that's it. Because Clone Wars after that was canceled. Until So what they what what we end up happening is and and we'll get to the point this is that, that first thing that, that Rich mentioned earlier, that the first Legends piece that's now been accepted as canon is the Darth Maul um 
Son of Dathomir. Thank you. I was like, oh my god, I forgot the name <laughs> of that series. Uh, the Darth Maul Son of La- Dathomir miniseries, which was the last thing that Dark Horse released yes, uh, before they lost the license for Star Wars. It is based on the unused scripts for the last half of season six. Yes. Uh, much like the Ahsoka novel is, and mm-hmm. much like the... Um, uh, what is what is the Asaz Ventress in, in Quinlan Vos Dark novel? Disciple. Dark Disciple. I am terrible with names lately. <laughs> I am losing my mind. I'm usually the one that's really bad with no, names. No, within a year, Nerdable's just going to be going. <laughs> that movie I saw with those people. He had that think, iron suit. <laughs> I think it was good. I don't remember. What'd you have for breakfast this morning? I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> I'm losing. My mind is so filled with stupid pop culture crap. Uh, right. So yeah, so since it was based on it, it was always supposed to be canon yes uh we were supposed to find out maul's how maul gets yeah, away maul gets away so we see that in comic book form mm-hmm. which leads to him showing up in rebels at the end of the second season well in this in, in son of death mirror it explains how he ends up with the dark saber again and because some of the mandalores that were faithful to him with death watch stayed faithful and they rescue him from uh Sidious's and actually, you sh- I should say it's Dooku and and Grievous who are holding him in one of you know Palpatine slash Sidious's his hideaways that we know he has quite a few of after reading Aftermath, but um, he he escapes and he goes back to Mother Townsend and she admits to him that he she's his mother at that point. And because everyone in Star, in Star Wars, Wars universe, universe has to be related, yeah. But that's how he ends up with you know being on Dathomir when we see him with Ezra in this last season. Yeah. So the end of season two of Rebels, uh, Ezra Bridger goes to Malachor. He's searching for something that will he can use to destroy the Sith, and we find Maul there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he'd been stranded on the planet for years. Uh, in they did a job, much like the Phantom Menace, trying to hide who he was at the beginning of the episode, going, we know who that is. Yeah. That voice is is, is there. Um, why can't I? Again, with the names. Who does Sam, his voice? Uh, Sam uh, Whit- 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 Whitward. Whit- 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 isn't it just Whitmer? Whitmer. Whitmer. It's Whitmer, Whitmer, isn't Whitmer. it? Sam Whitmer, who was the, the voice and the body piece for... Um, Star Killer in yes. the Force Unleashed games because he then, was didn't, didn't he do the like basically like did some of the not motion capture but the design is yes. based on him himself does the voice for Maul and he did the voice for uh, Palpatine too at one point did he yeah uh, he does a brilliant Maul oh yeah he's he's really really good I mean the you you end up I I kind of always hated the idea of oh bringing these guys back because I was so afraid of what when Dark Horse first started. Mm-hmm. Uh, their comic book series, Dark Empire, the Emperor comes back, and you're like, okay, that's that's kind of cool. This is the first time we've seen right. this. And then Dark Empire 2 comes back again. And then in Empire Zendi comes back again. I was like, oh, I don't want to do this yeah. over and over and over again. And the same thing here. I was like, I don't want to watch Maul die over and over again and then have him come back and come back. But they they really built a really good story with him to get to this point where uh, he meets Ezra and, in a way, manipulates Ezra very easily. Yes, uh, as they um, well, even find up, the uh, even up till the end of the of the season, he was manipulating yeah. really well. Um, they find the Sith Temple, and both him and Ezra work in uh, work together to acquire the Sith holocron, which becomes a piece that was, you know, between them. Um, 
Which Maul Dave treats Fil- them. Maul treats him, uh, Ezra and uh, Kanan and Ahsoka, who had come yes. to to follow Ezra as their friends, and of course then betrays them. He is the uh, the the cause of Kanan's blindness. Yes, um, that was brutal. By the way, I know, right? Um, he also kills a night sister. I'm not a night sister, but he kills an inquisitor. Because uh, the inquisitors yeah. are there. The inquisitors to track are down. there. Yeah, they have the helicopter. That was kind yeah, of cool. they're tracking down Maul. Not. Yeah, they were trying to find Maul to, to kill. Because yeah, Sidious, uh, obviously, had attempted to kill him, and uh, I'm sure the Emperor would still want to clean up that loose end. Yes. At some point. Um, well, and Filoni made a comment just recently that Maul was supposed to die at the hands of Darth Vader. During that episode, and but he wanted to, ha- but then when Ahsoka was there, they decided to have the Ahsoka battle with Vader, and it didn't make sense to have Vader going against two of them. It would have been interesting to have Ahsoka and Darth Vader versus, or Ahsoka and, and Darth Maul. Maul versus, to have Darth Maul flip the script, yeah, of the episode one battle of being the part of, of two of them that's versus one person, yeah. Or even doing the flip over that Obi Wan did. But well, no, just just the idea of our, the first battle, the first lightsaber battle that you see with Maul, yeah, is him versus two Jedi. To have him be a part of the two person team with him and Ahsoka as the Jedi, yeah, versus Vader as the Sith. That kind of that, that kind of that kind of cool, but yeah. I don't think it would have had the same power. No, because that episode ends up not being about. Maul at the end, but Ahsoka and Anakin. it does. It doesn't matter. Yeah, that's just it. It doesn't. It's not about any of the rebels other than Ahsoka, and ends up being well. It has to do with Ezra, obviously. I yeah, mean, but when you get to whole, the end, it's a whole piece of thing. But yes, the last the last few minutes of it is Vader and Ahsoka. Yeah, which is done so beautifully. Yeah, no, that that episode is amazing. It's still it's still my favorite. Yeah. Um, in season three, we see that Maul tracks Ezra, figures out where he is, ends up on the ghost, takes the crew hostage because he wants the Sith holocron. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wants the power and the knowledge from it, and through that. He discovers that Obi-Wan Kenobi is still alive. He screams he lives. He sees yes. two sons. And my heart sinks because I don't <laughs> want to see that happen. Because so it's like, oh, leave Kenobi alone. I've been waiting to don't. talk to you about this episode because I um, wanted to save it for this. So uh, uh, we go away from it for a while. I don't know why. Um, yeah, so they perform the ritual. They, they figure out kind of where... Uh, he he figures out kind of where he is uh, to figure you know, the that's what it was that's the night sister episode yes that's the one where Sabine games the, games the, the dark, dark saber. saber yes is the night sister magic uh, Kenobi or, I'm sorry uh, the night sister magic with the holocron knowledge unlocks the exact location of where Kenobi is and Maul takes off to go find him Correct. and kill him and that brings us to so we should say before we go any further. Spoilers. If you haven't watched the end, uh, or you haven't watched, if you Rebels, haven't seen the episode Twin Sons that was on March 18th, yes, uh, you're not pause this, go it. watch it, and then come back and finish yeah, this up. There you go. Um, so we get to Twin Sons, which is last week's Rebels episode, and we start with Maul lost in the desert of Tatooine because every planet that matters is a desert planet <laughs> in the Star Wars universe. Big things always happen on deserts. Yes. If it's a desert planet, it's huge. Well, I think it's fitting that we Maul is back to Tatooine. Yeah, well, that's where he starts, and he's kind of lost and doesn't know where to go. And then, Did you like how his, uh, his, his lightsaber hilt was also uh, disguised as a cane? So oh, that way disguised. It, I think he just had it, and he put the cane on it or whatever. 
for it. And he's using, isn't he using the, doesn't he have um, uh, the Inquisitor blade? Because it's it has that big round piece on the top. It's Was similar that his? to it. No, that that's his. But yeah, that it's similar mm. to it. That, that's the only thing they haven't explained is his new lightsaber. Yeah. Uh, Ezra goes because he knows that Maul is chasing Kenobi. And Ezra wants to go basically warn Kenobi or help him. Well, it's also the fact that the holocron is telling him to go. Yeah. And he doesn't realize that Maul is manipulating him to Maul go. Maul is still connected the, to the, the holocron. holocron. Yeah. To get him there, and then kind of, I think he through feeling Ezra as he has some connection with him, finds Kenobi. We see wait, Kenobi. wait, wait! We get what? one more thing from the in the cartoon form that we've never had in a cartoon form is the Tuscan Raiders. Oh yeah. So we got to see yeah, a car, an animated version of them. Yeah, which I is kind of cool. Yeah. They're Tuscans. Okay. <laughs> I like that. I thought it worked out perfect. Um, and we got a Bantha. That's not a bantha. No, not a bantha. We got we got to do back. Do back is weird in animated form. Yes, that it smile is. is way too big. Yeah, it makes it a very different creature than the ones that the the sand troopers ride to me. Yeah, I, no, I wanted to I wanted a bantha, but we didn't get it. No. Uh, so yeah, Kenobi's on. Kenobi has a do back. Uh, yeah, it's, it's Ezra gets attacked, and he much like really a, a, a an homage to Episode Four. Uh huh. He wakes up with Kenobi. Yeah, and we have. Um, and Chopper's there. Chopper, uh, yeah. Chopper goes with him. He hi- that's right. He hides in the in the A wing. Yeah. Um, yeah. My memory's really shot. It was a long. It was a long week last week. <laughs> uh, so you have Kenobi and Ezra together, and Kenobi has aged like sixty years in a year. Uh, well, if you read the novel Kenobi, it does give you an idea of why. Because you know, yeah. being out in the sun like that, it would age anyway. But the one thing that we should say is that uh, Maul, in using Ezra. He knows that Ezra's fear and Ezra's, uh, Ezra being a, a Jedi Padawan would lure Kenobi out more so than than yeah. Um, so more we, so than Maul would be able yeah. To. Uh, well, and again, I think he's he's got that connection to Ezra through because the ritual that they perform with the holocron connects the two of them. They're yes. seeing the same vision. Yes. So I think Maul can very much feed him. Kenobi with Ezra, um, I guess when we talk about the episode, we'll talk about exactly what happens to to Maul, but we'll, we'll go back and kind of like go through the episode since that'll be a big part of it as the, it is uh, it is a Maul-centric episode to a certain degree. Um, they're at camp. Ezra and Kenobi are at camp, and then uh, Maul shows up. Uh-huh. Ezra wants to help Kenobi, and Kenobi says no. Go. You, you just go ahead and go. Your this family, you have you, a family, you, yeah, it's you, more you important. Do, and that's the, it's a big Ezra episode because of that, that yes. he finally kind of lets go of that piece, uh, which is sort of a trait of the dark side, that that focus on one thing above all else. Exactly. That is the, you know, that, that, that you, attachment. You give up. Yeah. Um, and Kenobi and Maul are going to have the lightsaber battle of all lightsaber, And it's, <laughs> they're in the desert, and he, he gets the thing out of it. Maul takes it out of the cane. Kenobi does the little pointing finger the thing, pointing thing no one's explained what the hell he's doing. <laughs> Makes no sense other than Ewan McGregor on set going, dudes, check this out. Yeah. Puts the saber over his head, points two fingers out at him. Um, and then goes into the Allah Guinness. Yes, he does. Uh, 
more the stance of holding the saber kind of back with his with his uh, his left elbow in front of him. It looks like he's like holding a baseball and you, bat. And there's there's a lot of stuff. I mean, it's like Dragon Ball Z, man. They're, They're right going, across from each other. They do a uh, nice uh, spin. Uh, 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 you know, it is a Dragon Ball Z fight because literally. Goku looks at Frieza and Gavin Z for four episodes before he throws a punch. <laughs> so we've got just 20 minutes of the face on you. It's ready. And there you go. And then Maul, nice stepping the second blade, and he goes, then it's done. When, and Kenobi defeats him in two moves. Yeah, he slices. I think there's one block, and then he slices down. He blocks high, he blocks low, and then he brings the saber up and over. He cuts Maul's saber in half and cuts his chest open as well. Maul falls to the sand. Kenobi cradles him. Uh, within the uh, the conversation that he has with Kenobi first, he realizes that he's on Tatooine for a reason, that he's yes. not hiding out. As, they're, as they're doing their whole yeah, spinning Yeah, they're kind of doing that, that move. You've got to be here for a reason. You're protecting something or someone. Right. And then he attacks. He realizes. Because, well, Kenobi kind of gives it away. You know, I mean, through the Force, you know, it's... it's a, well, you see in, in the... In the, the animated acting that Kenobi's face completely changes. Yeah. It becomes uh, more determined, maybe even more angry as when, when Maul figures out why he's there or, or guesses as to why well, he's it's, there. It's almost that Vader Luke thing in Return of the Jedi when Vader's yeah. trying to figure it out and he says, you know, oh, sister. your sister. The yeah. one you had tongue sex with. <laughs> no! <laughs> Don't say that! Um... Uh, but yeah, Kenobi kind of gives it away through through his feelings. Yeah, um, but knows that he has to face him. Yes, faces him, and just just wipes the floor with him really quickly. High blow. But uh, as would he you cradles him, them to have... as he cradles him, um, Maul asks, "You know, is he the chosen one?" Yes, uh, referring to the charge that he's protecting, and Kenobi says, "Yes, he is," and Maul says, "He will." Will avenge, he get? Will he? he no, he, don't, he says he will. He will avenge us both, and then he dies. Yeah, and that's it. Kenobi covers his eyes, and then we see Luke, who very, very far away, looks way younger than Ezra Bridger, even though they're born on the same day. It looked like he was uh, a little kid. Yeah, yeah, and running Luke with Luke. only. Uh, that's what I was looking at. I was like the music. The music was the best part. Oh, it's Luke's team. Yeah, this is running across the sand. But that was also Aunt Beru's actual voice. Yeah, they just took it from. A new hope, and you know she probably spent her entire life just sitting in that that <laughs> hobble, going, "Look, look, Where get your that? ass down Kid. here." <laughs> but yeah, Luke looked. I mean, Where you at? it's a silhouette, but it looked really small. <laughs> yeah, it looked re- it looked really small, like he was supposed to be like five or six, and I'm like, "You're only two years off of Rogue One, right? It's not a year." Uh, I think they said that they think it's the. I think it's a guess in the Wikipedia. It says two BBY. Well, it's two. They were two years for because Saw's adventure on Geonosis oh, yeah. was two okay. years out from. Okay, so yeah, so it is two. They have established a a two year, but um, who knows how long a year is? And that's that is supposedly the end of. He can be cut in half yes. and come back, but he gets a saber through the chest and he's done. Now, but I think what actually happens, and this is this is his last piece. The reason that, as I was talking this out with somebody else, is like, yes, he could get cut in half and he comes back. And they've always said what kept him alive was his own hate. His right. hate basically sealed his fate. Yes. Uh, well, he even says it, that his hate kept him alive. Yeah. Here, with that last line, he lets that go. Yes. He realizes he, he's, not, he's never going to defeat Kenobi. Right. He's never going to get what he wants in a way. 
and the avenge people said like how what what's what what does that mean he's gonna avenge us both yeah well he's gonna avenge us both by because he maul wants sidious yeah. and the sith gone yeah because he's point. he's no longer a sith yeah he because uh, he he says it in 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 the episode on uh um when we first meet, when he first meets Ezra and them, that he used to be a a Darth. He used to be a Sith. He no longer knows what he is. Right. So yeah, the Avenge for Avengers both is what happens is Sidious takes away the most important thing to both Kenobi mm-hmm. and Maul, and in a way they are brothers, brothers in spirit. Yeah. As Sidious takes away Kenobi's entire life, right? His order, his his government. He takes away Maul's reason for being, and is dispatched so easily and coming back to not, you know, Sidious never takes care of him. He wants him dead. He sends mm-hmm. uh, Dooku to kill him. Yes. To, to murder him. So um, I thought it was fairly easy. I mean, as soon as I saw it, I thought that, that line makes total sense to me that yeah. and that's where he lets himself go. That now his revenge that is now shifted from Kenobi to Sidious mm-hmm. to place him on this path that doesn't really work is now all placed on Luke. Right. As the one who will eventually find somebody else to kill the Emperor for. Now, we haven't talked about this episode since both of us saw it. And we, no, I purposely didn't, because I want to talk it on here. Um, there were a, there was a lot of people online that were upset about the lightsaber battle with Maul and Kenobi because of the battles that they've had in Clone Wars and in Phantom Menace. Um, I thought for where they both are within their timelines, it couldn't be much more than what it was. It is very samurai. Yes. And that's the, the you know, the samurai sword battles, uh, especially to depict it, was, is just a single pass. Right. Um, there's the old, uh, the, the, the adage that a true master knows the end of the battle before it even begins. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of different samurai tales. It's in Yusagi Ujimbo all the time, where yeah. you have... Usagi's matched her seeing Usagi face off against somebody and says, Usagi's already lost. Yeah. There's no way he can win. I can see it already. Um, of course, Usagi finds a way to win because then there's no comic. Um, so it was much more in line with that idea of the old warrior, the samurai warrior, mm-hmm. the code. It's also the fact that Maul uses the same move that he moved he used on Qui-Gon. Yeah. And so Kenobi knows to bring the saber up and over rather than take the chin hit. Right. Which is what kills... Well, it stuns Qui-Gon to then turn around and stick it through um, through his, his chest. chest. Yeah. So that he could look like Han Solo. Um, <laughs> who wow. wore it best? It's one of my favorite memes. Who wore it best? Kenobi with the red out. <laughs> or not the uh, uh Han with the red saber through him and Qui-Gon with the red saber. <laughs> who wore it best? Um so again, hearkening to his battle with Anakin, mm-hmm. a move that he's seen before. In the case of Anakin, a move that he made. Right. He knows how to counter it. Here also, a move that he's seen before, and he knows how to counter it. Um, as he grows older, you can you can also describe the idea of him being much more efficient yes. in, in 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 a battle. Uh, that he's probably mastered another form. Uh, in the old EU, the way that they treated Luke Skywalker in the uh, Legends of the um, not, the Legacy book series, uh, with him facing off against Jason, right. Han Solo's son, who's become a dark master in a way, 
as he's uh, Luke is saving his son from the torture, the pain of torture thing. When he's battling Jason, the narrator through Ben watching his father going, he's not even doing anything. Yeah, there's a lot of people that are listening there going, wait, Ben is yeah no. Uh, in in the original non canon yeah in the original EU. Luke's son uh, was Ben. Luke's son is named Ben. Uh, Jason is Jason and Jaina are Han Solo and Leia Organa's twins. In the Legacy book series, Jason basically, for all intents and purposes, Jason turns to the dark side, not even realizing it. He right. thinks he can master the, that the Force is neither light nor dark. It's just how you use it. Yes, you can use it for anything you want, but as long as your intentions are good, and he becomes the director of Homeland Security and goes <laughs> Ape shit. crazy. Yeah. Um, but at one point, he's torturing Luke's son Ben. Luke jumps onto this, you know, Star Destroyer and is fighting Jason. And through the narration, Ben is saying he could kill Jason at any point. Right. That Luke, Luke is just basically standing there. It's Vader like the and old, Empire. Like the old, not even Vader and Empire. It's it's uh, uh, the sword fight from, um, what am I thinking? Uh, the Princess Bride, where he's just yes. kind of standing there and just going, ching, ching, ching. It doesn't have to do anything at all. Uh, he has that. Wow, and, two Princess Bride references yeah, in this episode. Anybody want a peanut? Uh, <laughs> Luke dispatches Jason. Very, you know, as soon as Ben's like, let's just get out of here. Yeah. And Luke just basically shoves Jason out of the way, takes Ben and takes off. Uh, Kenobi kind of has that feeling. That's you read the novelization felt, yeah. for episode two. They mentioned that with Count Dooku. Count Dooku's form yes. is a mashup form. It's a fencing form. And when he's facing the two of them, uh, you know, they're moving and jabbing and thrusting. And, and Dooku... Staying still is just fending them off, yeah, very easily. You know, like I can end. He's this not using I want, any energy, at any all. energy at all. So you have kind of Kenobi, I think, doing that. And that's as, how as I well. felt when I saw it. Yeah, and it was also like we're running up against time, so we can finish this. Did I you, thought it was going to be two episodes. I did too. Did you like, like oh. the thin lightsabers? I hate the thin lightsabers. I've always hated the thin lightsabers. I know they're thin in the, in, they're thinner in the movies than I ever gave them credit for. Yeah. Uh, usually when they were drawn in the comics, they're they're a little bit. It looks it, more of like a tube, especially when you look at Kenobi's in, yeah. in Episode Four. Well, Kenobi's in Episode Four. The point where it's really thin was a mistake. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, well, we don't know how to rotoscope that when it's facing. The thing. And I'm so pissed they never fixed that in the special edition. I'm like, what are you doing? All the other crap that you're able to do, like we can put Jabba and Han can move in the space and all this other stuff. Yeah, do you want to fix the saber? Nah. All you gotta do is just—it's really easy to just see. Nah, forget it. Or even Luke's on when he's fighting the uh, the the training droid on the uh, money. Yeah, talking. I guess he kind of does the same thing. Yeah. So yeah, I, I know the original depiction is is a little bit thinner. Uh, so that's kind of what they've gone with, and they've been consistent with it through here. Well, but they, I've the, never. One really... of the things with Rebels they wanted to do was they wanted to spend a lot of time paying tribute to Macquarie's artwork. Yeah. Well, even Macquarie's first artwork, if you look at the Vader. Yeah. Luke one, it's a little bit. I've, I've the thin say. I don't know why the thin saber bugs me. Yeah, it really bugs me. I don't. Well, I don't want it to be Lothal, a foil. Lothal is is. Oh, you know, I know that, but but that that's what I'm saying. It's it's. I think even using the thin saber is because it's thinner in Episode Four than I think people remember. Or at least I didn't remember right. that it was. It seemed that thin. Um, I guess when you're drawing it in order to get the glow in the comic books and stuff like that was to just basically make it bigger, have a, a, a light white in the middle, mm-hmm. and then the darker color of the reds or blues yes. or greens on the outside. So it makes it look like a, a bigger tube. And 
that's kind of what the toy always ends up being too. Because if you just have a thin, it's just going to get bent in a thousand places. Right. But yeah, so on Rebels, it it looks like a foil. It looks like a fencing foil, yeah. and I just aesthetically, I don't like it at all. And so I was just looking like, Ugh. now as far as Darth Maul, um, Darth Maul. obviously he was brought back because of fanfare and and and, and fan servicing. I don't know if it's fan service. It's just a fact of you can use that character for some of the means that they wanted to get to. Do you think that... He, his- in, in Clone Wars, he kind of replaces what Asajj was yes. in the comics. After the Tartakovsky series and in the Clone Wars comic book from Dark Horse, it's Asajj who becomes obsessed right. with Kenobi, and Kenobi becomes obsessed with trying to save Asajj. Yes. In the Clone Wars TV series, that's obviously much different. Asajj is basically cast aside after the second season or whatever. Yeah, she's pretty much cast aside and becomes. For she becomes good in a way. I mean, she. I mean, she's not completely good, but she is. Yeah, know. she becomes an outlaw. Yeah. So, um, but do you think that Darth Maul's arc from what we saw in in the Phantom Menace to his end in Rebels, do you think it was done right? I don't know if there's a right or a wrong. It's done well enough that I didn't hate it. I mean, that, that's bringing him back was something that I didn't necessarily agree with. Because, um, again, it was just like, well, can we use something else or whatever? But they, they did a good job of taking a character and taking a character that people loved but didn't really have any any meat to him. Sure. Um, other than, you know, Ray Park being a badass and yeah. being, oh, I'm going to be Darth Maul. He, he looked cool. Yeah, he looked cool. It's a cool design. He did cool stuff. Yeah. When he throws that that rock, it opens the door. And I was like, that was one of my favorite things. <laughs> so he's walking back with, yeah. <laughs> no, this is over. He's cut in half. Um, so no, it was done It was done well. And, and I think it serviced the kind of the story that they wanted to tell. So Right. Now, with Rebels. Uh, from the very beginning, we we knew that Obi Wan was going to be in it in some shape or form because they had you know they had mentioned. That, as a matter of fact, there was a, a leaked toy that they showed of the younger Obi Wan from the Holocron, the Holocron um, at Toy Fair when they first showed the you know the initial run for Rebels. Now, and we've talked about how we knew that at some point they were going to go to Tatooine and have Obi-Wan in it. We, we, we knew that. We didn't really just... know. There was almost a, a like a, not a wishful thinking, but a wishful hoping that they wouldn't go there. That once they well, had I don't think we ever it, knew, and you had said you felt like they kind of had to, and I said that the best thing they could ever do is never show Kenobi or Luke. Right. But let this story be, and I'll tell you why. Ezra is sitting next to Kenobi. Yes. He is a Padawan. He is a Jedi. He's a Force user. His master is another... F- At the time of the, the, the Purge, he's really just a Padawan. Correct. He's, I don't even think he's, he's hit knight status. But no, he, he's just a Padawan. Another Force using... There's still tons of Force users out there, and Kenobi is sitting on a planet making sure that a sand person doesn't kill Luke. Yes. I hate it. Because it's it's the the idea now that Kenobi as this Jedi, this last hope. We've already seen two other Jedi. We've seen four Inquisitors. Uh huh. We know that there's a lot of people still using sabers. And they stuff. have a this, Bendu. His 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 entire you know before the Jedi were eliminated. Yeah, I've never heard of a Jedi before. Right. It's only been twenty years, and there's a whole bunch of them running around. You have everyone in the Empire who's running towards. Kanan and Ezra, well, we know what those are. It doesn't, 
everyone remembers as Jedi. Yeah. It's not even a generation. When you first saw episode four, it kind of felt like it's got to be like two generations. Like, At how least. old is Kenobi? Yeah. It's got to be some time. No, nobody, no, everyone's just forgotten who they are after after two after two decades. Yeah. Well, the other thing is that now we have a whole squad, you know, a, a whole division of rebels that knows that Kenobi's alive. Yeah. Where before and even in even in Rogue One, and that's what it is. So Rogue One is is it's kind of the the idea beforehand was one of two things: is that Bale was the only one who knew he was alive. Yes, and when the time would come, he, uh, uh, he would basically be able to get. Kenobi and Luke off of Tatooine. Correct. As Tatooine grows up. The second idea as is Tatooine that, grows up? Yeah, is, is, yes, Tatooine's gotta grow up. <laughs> Stop being sand, bro. It's time to it's time to be adult sand. Um it's course, Turn into course. It gets everywhere. Uh, um so when Luke grows yeah, when Luke basically comes of age right. to, to to go. Cause I almost think if at some point the original plan may be revealed that Kenobi reveals to Luke as he's 18, 19. Yes. That he would be a force adept and actually train him on Tatooine to the point where he could go and face Vader uh-huh. and, and Kenobi. But instead, with the destruction of Alderaan it and the capture the of the Princess Leia, everything moves. Everything yeah. changes. He says, I've got to go rescue Leia. Um, you can even make the case that the reason he goes to rescue Leia is because he knows who Leia is, too. Yeah. He has to get Leia off the Death Star. He cannot let her die. Yep. Because if Luke fails, there's someone else. But he doesn't know that she's on the Death Star. He, he thinks she's on Alderaan at that time. Yeah, he's, he's going to get to her and say her whatever. Yes. Um, the other is that it really is that Bale just wants him to come help. He's like, okay, it's time to stop doing this. You've got to come help us. Right. We're going to war now. This is this is all of you. If you read the novel for Rogue One and kind of the, the, the story that they've built around it, is this is the point where... The Rebel Alliance leadership in Mon Mothma and Bail Organa and the military side of it says, there's no other way out of this. Right. We have to fight. We have to start destroying stuff. We can't just like pick at little things and try and make it kind of tough for these guys. It's really, we have to make an organized effort to start to destroy the Empire. And to do that, they want General Kenobi to come in. Well, we already saw in two episodes ago in, Ro- in Rebels that... On da- or on the in orbit around Datooine, the whole Rebel fleet comes together. Yeah, so we, we're already seeing that that formation where it would almost be time for Bale to contact Kenobi. Yeah, my problem with it, I think this episode could have happened, and it would have been even better is if Ezra and the Rebels weren't in this at all. If you would have had you know, maybe the opening or something, you you would yeah, have, I kind of didn't think that Ezra was going to go. Yeah, because I, again, I wish he would Kenobi. Have. Finding a child, mm-hmm. someone who's the same age. What makes Ez- in fact Ezra should be better than Luke? Correct. He's being trained by another Jedi. Yes, he's stronger than Luke is mm-hmm. at this point. At this point, and he's also tainted by the dark side. But that's maybe the only other thing that that if you can, if you want to try and extrapolate something from that story, the idea that Kenobi already knows. Right. You can't stay here, and you can't become. I'm wondering if that's where they're going. The reason that we don't see anything from Ezra or Kanan later, the way that they're going to explain why they disappear or yeah. whatever, is that well, I mean, we, Kenobi we knows you can't let him get to the point where he joins the fight. Right. When he becomes really adept at this, if you let him join the fight, he's going to betray you. Right. He's going to become a member well, of the dark side. 
City, if Sidious finds out exactly who Ezra is as someone who had contact with Maul, someone who's been trained as a Jedi, who also has an affinity for the dark side, yes, then he has he could be another, possibly yeah, a new apprentice and kill Anakin and take over as the yep. new the new apprentice. Yep. So I'm 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 wondering if that's because the Bendu White might have a part of that too. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of that that kind of mysticism that they've shown in the last season and a half in terms of what Ezra is, who Ezra is, and who Ezra will become. He's going to become Snoke. He's never going to become Snoke. <laughs> did you see... Snoke uh, is Gollum. Um, did you see that uh, there's a lot of people thinking that um, um, Benicio de Toro's character is actually Ezra grown up in episode eight? God, I hope not. I, that's what I said. I don't think... I couldn't see it happening. Benicio de Toro. Antonio Banderas! <laughs> um... So, and wrapping up. You're going to have an actor who's in both Star Wars and Guardians. Are you going to be okay? I know, right? <laughs> if you ever saw Benicio del Toro, would you just have a heart attack and die? <gasps> he was in Guardians of Star Wars. <laughs> Guardians of Star Wars. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, in wrapping up Maul, um, he, he, he's, still among, he's still a part of the Star Wars universe because he, we're, we have. Maul a, is one of those characters. You have characters that are short-lived, like like Boba Fett especially, but even characters like Bosk or Lobot, which yeah. you barely see, and they've become extremely popular. Yes. Sometimes based on design, sometimes what people will uh, even attribute Dengar. to them. Dengar to a certain degree, too. But look at IG-88. IG-88 does absolutely nothing, and he has a huge <laughs> following because he's a great design. Right. Uh, and then creators later have extrapolated pieces from it to make him... Or that designation of droid yes. into something different. Maul was someone who was extremely popular. I mean, you can just tell the fact that so much of the merchandising for episode one, so much of the artwork oh, yeah. was based on Maul. Yeah. Uh, the cover for the, or it's either the cover or the back cover for the, the novelization is just a picture of Maul. Yeah. Um, Maul well, was the, everywhere. He was he was the design on all the toys. Yeah, he was designed on the toys and everything. So yeah, he was he was a major part of the episode one campaign, marketing campaign, uh, toy campaign, whatever you want to call it. He's one of the four first Black Series figures. Yeah, they decided to go six inch. We're gonna do Luke. We're gonna do R two, and we're gonna do we're gonna do a trooper. And we're gonna do Maul. We're gonna do Maul right away. Mm-hmm. And it's weird because you have people now like, why don't they ever do a Maul? Like they did. It was yeah. the first thing. Nobody remembers it. Um, because he's too expensive, uh, and they even did him in the uh, the diecast elite series yeah. that, that Disney did. So it's one of the like those type of characters. He's someone who had a very big following for not a lot of time. Because again, he looks cool. He does cool stuff. He kills Qui Gon. This is the right. first like Jedi we see die. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone else is like, oh, Luke doesn't die. He's the only Jedi. No, we, we see Obi Wan die, and yeah, but he doesn't. He, he really. disappears. He, no, he kills himself. <laughs> I'm not going to let you win. Let's talk about the fact the voice actor for Obi-Wan in oh, Twin Sons gosh. was disgusting. I was like, oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Alec Guinness is rolling in his grave because he hates Star Wars. That was so spot on. Yeah, it was It was, It was. was a great impression with just enough of a difference to, to feel that you know it was something of his own. Yes. But definitely had him... You know, plus the guy who plays Lando, amazing. It's just so good. <laughs> He's so right it's on. Amazing how close he is to Billy Williams. Just, I mean, just it sounds like Billy Williams, like exactly like him. It's incredible. Yeah. I think it might actually be. 
Nope, can't be. No, because Billy Dee Williams is not able to do it because he's busy filming all so his they, scenes. They took all his Colt forty five commercials yeah. and they just they just chopped up the dialogue. I just want some Colt forty five. Um, what do you th- ability? In, in in closing out this about Maul, there's people that are still wanting a standalone movie for him. Do you think there needs to be one? Or well, we have a mini series. We have a, a mini series that's happening right now. Maul has gotten other stories in terms of his time before Phantom Menace, and that's yes. really, I think, the only place you can tell his stories anymore. Yes. Um, if you bring him back again, you cheapen him coming back the first time. Uh, it's just like if you bring the Emperor back at this point, especially after so many years, right? In a canon mainstream piece, you cheapen what happens with Jedi um, in Return of the Jedi of, of Darth Vader killing him. Uh, much more well. Not as cheap as no, oh, <laughs> the Blu-ray edition. God, never, I'll never be able to watch Jedi in the Blu-ray. <laughs> Just mute that part. I does not even mute it. That it ruins the whole thing. Because the whole you, you have to hear Sidious. You have to hear Sheev scream. That's the best yeah. part. Ah, as he picks him up and just that music is so good. Just tossing. Well, that, him that, that was the, the one chasm. thing that was really done well with Vader is for something that is an emotionless you know mask that it's all in it's all in what he's his decision and even That's the camera angle though but it's done it's done so well that you you yeah. you know what he's for as feeling. much as i as, as much as i've kind of savaged uh uh marquan for that the direction of return of the jedi that's that's that was done so well. The yeah. emotional part beats of it were done well. I thought Luke and Leia's scene was done well in Endor too. Yes. Um, but anyway, in terms of Maul, I mean, you have a character that's kind of exploded in that. In, I don't in, think in that you wonder. need to tell him in a standalone movie. No, I, I don't think you get a movie from him. It, it, they're going to have to get something new in terms of movies. Yes. They'll do Boba Fett. They'll probably do Vader at some point. Maybe Kenobi. Kenobi's a mistake, too. I think so, too. Uh, because, again, his story has a beginning and an ending. Yes. Obviously, Vader's done as well, but there's so much stuff of Vader in between. You just do the And Boba purge. Fett, there's a thousand of different things that you can do yeah. with Boba Fett. Yeah. Um, do, you can't just keep going to all the characters you've already seen. The Correct. reason that Maul became so popular was because he was new. The reason that you had even... Uh, the, the, the way that Ewan McGregor plays Kenobi led to a different kind of fandom of him. Yes. Because you finally got to see Kenobi do something. But you had these different designs and, and, and characters and stuff that come out, and we've seen that now with Episode Seven with people who have fallen in love with Rey, there, there's no, fallen in love with, with Poe. I don't know how many people with, really even, love Finn. But, but even with Rebels, where, where you, how, you see, how you see him Kylo. in this episode of Rebels. Nobody cares about General Hux. <laughs> General Hux has a cool story out out of uh, if you read Aftermath. Yeah, but does it make you still want to go buy a six inch figure? That was a waste. <laughs> I actually <laughs> have his figure. Did you buy that figure? Yeah. Wow. Um, gotta get that damn pilot. Um, which I saw. This has been toy I think I saw today at uh, the Toys R Us in Porter Ranch. They have a ton of figures. Asty? I think so. I think he's there. They, he I, shouldn't be. That 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 run is like a year old now. Yeah, they have a bunch of old ones. They've got the constable. They've got Finn. They've well, got everybody Finn. has the constable. <laughs> um. So, uh, I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> slave slave constable. Um. No, with Maul, I think that they between the cartoons, the comic book series, and everything. Cartoons. I I think they've. Done it. I think you'll still see comic book series. You'll probably see another book sure. at some point. There are other stories to tell, but I don't know if there's a story big enough to tell in a motion picture. I don't think so either. 
Plus, I don't know if Ray Park can still move like that. I mean, that was almost 20 years ago. Yeah. Well, even, but even uh, with Obi Wan, people want an Obi Wan one. Of course, when we saw, I mean, I saw the video. I don't know why. I was looking up celebration videos, probably because I'm upset that I'm going to celebration. Uh, Celebration videos from two years ago. And uh, this is one where Maul like grabs the saber on the stage or whatever and just, yeah. And he's like, yeah, he can still do it. It's crazy. Um, but even with the way you see Obi-Wan in Rebels, it's kind of hard to, to do a movie. I mean, you can. You have to do it within that, that 14 If you do years. Kenobi as a movie within there and, and put it on Tatooine, you're going to ruin everything of Kenobi's mission. What if you do Which it is, as that a was, movie? That was my fear with this, if it became bigger than what it was. Yeah. If, if, if it became Maul trying to kill Luke and Kenobi's like racing around, I mean, almost like a, a faulty towers bit. Of him trying to, to to keep Luke from seeing Kenobi do anything, yeah. In terms of using the Force and also keeping you know keeping Maul out of sight, you don't want to you know Luke doesn't you look what's this guy in red with these horns and what is that what is that that shiny thing that he has he's trying to kill me with what is all this? Um, to do Kenobi that way would be terrible. Yeah, I just well, what leave if him he did what planet. if he did the book Kenobi? I don't know. If, I, I don't think, think that, that works as a film, though. That's that's not a movie. I mean, well, I mean, it is. It's a western. Yeah. But it's uh, give Ian McGregor a job. Um, hey, he's just in uh, Beauty and the Beast. I don't think he's hurting. Well, yeah, he's in Train Spotting also. Yeah. <laughs> Once he finally talked to the director again. Uh, train Spotting Two. Sorry, was it Train Two? T- no, it's T Two Train Spotting or something yeah, like that. Something Whatever like that. Um. I mean, even the Kenobi book, just let it be the book. Yeah. It'd be be interesting. It would be weird to see them adapt a different media. Yes. That would be like the, in a way, the first thing, because you've, in a way, you've adapted the unproduced scripts for for Clone Wars and other media uh, in in books and comics. Um, But I think it's different because it's not a straight adaptation. You know, take Kenobi as a book and use it as the basis for a movie. Within so you, your own universe would be very odd to me yeah. in terms of Star Wars. Yeah. Well, I mean, even if you, I totally agree with you. If you do more with Kenobi, more than what you just did in Twin Sons and Rebels, you're going to cheapen his mission. Yeah. You, know, you it, have to. You have his to, mission of sacrifice is because that's the, the end of the of the Kenobi book. Is that yes? I mean, he's. I I I can't do this. This isn't this isn't my life anymore. Right. Because I can't get injured either. I can't get killed. If I get killed, only Bale knows he's here. Yeah. And Yoda. Yeah. And only Yoda's getting off that planet anytime soon. No. <laughs> rocket I have. Hmm? Okay. So we'll also say that you know, we were very. We Remember wanted to be very. Open-ended the way we were talking about some of these things, like the sons of the uh, sons of Death and more mirror, or you know some of the episodes and things. We didn't want to give too much away because we, you know, if you haven't seen it or haven't read something, we didn't want to spoil everything for you. No, I think we did though. Yeah, well, we told him his death. Um, but yeah, go back. Anything of Maul, go back and read. Listen, if you've got any comments, just let us know. Um, we'd love to hear what you think about Darth Maul. Make sure you check us out on our Darth Maul is cool. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you check us out on our our mothership podcast, Nerdables. Also check out Chris on commentating, and I'm still doing Walking Deadcast for at least another two episodes this season. I think. Check out the Puck uh, Podcast too this week. And there's also Chris is on the Puck Podcast. The three podcasts this week. 
Which you were at uh, Fox Studios, weren't you, for that one? Yeah. That was pretty cool. I like that picture. So, for Chris, I'm already saying... Oh, wait. I didn't tell you. Check us out on Facebook.com slash Declassified. And we're also on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Nerdables. And we're also on Instagram as Nerdables and on Twitter at Nerdable Show. So, for Chris... Oh, I forgot the show part. I think I'm even giving that out as at Nerdables. I guess if you start typing in, you'll see the whole thing. Yeah. Well, it's because somebody has Nerdables, but they haven't done anything with it, and I can't get it from them. So... So for Chris, I'm already saying, may the force be with you. <laughs>